Good afternoon, it's 12 o'clock and welcome to the Money Web at Midday Show. My name is Rijk van Niekerk and we've started the week on a bit of a, a cautious note. The JSC slipped into the red early on, recovered uh, somewhat a bit later and I see, uh, if I look at the screen now, down 0.18%, so back in the red. Uh, seems to be a cautious day. The rand also strengthened a bit, uh, and that is despite some continuing emerging market concerns. On the corporate front, food producer AVI and uh, gas producer Afrox reported numbers on face value. Both look pretty good. Um, Viv Govender from uh, Rand Swiss will join me later to give some comments on the markets and these and other stories. The agriculture group Agbus also published its Agri-Business Confidence Index this morning, and not surprisingly, it doesn't look good. Um, confidence levels in the agribusiness sector is down, and uh, it's currently at levels last seen in 2016, and I'll speak to Wandile Sishlobo of Agbus about the findings. But first, let's look at the indicators. The JSU All Share Index down 0.18%, 56,972 points, so back under uh, 57,000 points. Resources uh, up 0.27%, industrials trading down a third of a percent, financials also down 0.1%. The gold index uh, have lost a half a percent uh, this morning. On international markets, the FTSE 100 uh, is trading nearly 0.2% higher. The DAX also nearly uh, 0.2% higher. Uh, the CAC 40 uh, as well. Uh, so pretty uh, positive market there in, uh, in, in Europe. Earlier in Southeast Asia, the Nikkei closed a third of a percent higher. Shanghai closed 1.2% down and the Hang Seng closed one3 down. Let's look at individual shares. RCL trading up 1.7%. South 32 has gained 1.5%. Exaro has gained 1.4%. And Northern also 1%. Kumba Iron Ore also just more than 1%. Naspas trading down 0.7%. Uh, Netcare down 2.5, Distel down 2, JSE has lost 1.9, Goldfields also down 1.85%, so not a good performance there. Let's uh, look at currencies, the Rand is trading at 15 Rand 12 cents against the dollar, uh, 19 Rand 59 against the pound and 17 Rand 53 against the euro. The euro is trading at $1.15, the pound at $1.29, Bitcoin is at 6000 290 dollars or 100,000 rand uh, a in rands. Um, the gold price 1,194 dollars. Platinum is at 784 dollars. Brent crude slightly higher 77 dollars 33, and the R186 is at 9.19 percent. Viv Govender, portfolio manager. Um, from Rand Swiss. Viv, welcome to the show. It seems to be a nervous start, um, but last week we saw a bit of uh, a lot of negative sentiment. Uh, how do you read the, the current performance? I still think we're pretty negative. I mean, if you had said to me 15 uh, rounds uh, plus to the US dollar a couple of weeks ago, and I would be thinking, oh, more than a couple of weeks ago, but a month ago, I'd be thinking this would be a quite a, a negative point for us to be. Just the fact that we've seen like 16, uh, 1560 quite recently, that, that's the reason that 1515 looks uh, reasonably attractive to us. But uh, <clears throat> I still think we are in a, in a pretty, you know, Parallel situation as the emerging market uh, at the moment. The emerging market uh, view uh, across the globe is 
is rather negative. And when we are seeing, you know, reasonably strong numbers coming out of the U.S., that raise the possibility of a more aggressive uh, rate hiking cycle. Uh, historically, these have been incredibly negative for emerging markets. Yeah. And Shlanini, the finance minister, said this morning at the tax in Darba uh, that the fiscal position of South Africa could deteriorate. He says not only uh, could we see lower tax uh, revenue, but also... Um, you know, slower economic growth. So the mini budget in October could be decisive. And if that news is worse uh, than expected, we could see it could trigger a downgrade. Um, that's his words. Oh, look, I mean, I think the Reserve Bank's estimates uh, have been already downgraded once and they're probably going to be downgraded again in terms of their uh, growth uh, forecast for 2018. Uh, I mean, the numbers that are coming out are pretty horrible. And even though the president has come in and said that, for instance, the GDP number was largely driven by that agricultural number. If you take the agricultural figure out here, it only accounts for a little more than half of the negative surprise with regards to that number. We were expecting a number, you know, significantly above, you know, 0.1%, which is what you would get if uh, you take out the the agricultural number. So the overall economy at the moment is quite difficult. And this comes even before we've experienced the downsides of this, you know, massive uh, devaluation of the currency. I'm not saying it's it's, it's an African issue primarily. Uh, There have been, you know, international factors in play and we're not the one that's fallen the most in terms of international uh, emerging market currencies over the last couple of months or so. Uh, But uh, we are certainly going to be feeling an impact in that coming through. And as you mentioned, the oil price has recovered from lows of a few weeks ago where they were in the uh, $72 a barrel level uh, to being about you know seventy seven seventy eight dollars a barrel right now, kind of that last number I see is just below seventy seven dollars a barrel. Um, we are seeing a situation where you know that's going to be a net uh, deficit for the country, or net uh, you know headwind for the country. Uh, we don't make oil in this country primarily, and uh, if we look at a situation where uh, we have to import oil with a weaker currency, it's going to be very difficult for us. Yeah. Let's look at some results. AVI, uh, the food producer, um, reported uh, uh, results for the financial year to the end of June. Revenues up 1% to 13.4 billion rand. Headline earnings per share rose by 7%. uh, Net profit up 8% at 1.67 billion rand. Uh, Nice final dividend of 2 rand 60. That pushed up the total dividend for the year to 4 rand 34 a share. And then on top of that, another nice special dividend of 2 rand 50 uh, what did you make of these results well i mean like we did see you know earnings growth coming quite nice but the troublesome factor here is that we are seeing uh you know uh it was the revenue growth not <clears throat> quite matching up to that and that's that's the kind of uh, situation that i think is uh, quite troublesome i mean earnings were up uh up towards, you know seven percent uh that's quite nice but revenue is up about two percent and this is something i think we've seen as a affecting in the economy at the moment. Uh, the one point I'd put back to you from a macro point that's reinforcing this uh, belief is we look back at the uh, inflation figures that the Reserve Bank gave uh, out a few uh, weeks ago. Uh, you know, which was all the analysis they gave a few weeks ago, and they were talking about the fact that VAT really hasn't pushed through in terms of uh, impacting inflation as much as they would expect. And think it, if you think of it logically, it's a small increase, about 1% or so of VAT. Normally, small increases get pushed through really quickly because it doesn't really affect the consumer. And the second thing is that it's a universal increase. Every, consu- every producer out there is taking the same hit. And the fact that uh, you know the consumers were taking a small increase, producers are taking a small increase in terms of cost and a universal increase, have not been able to pass on the full increase onto consumers, which is generally what you would expect to happen. Uh, it really indicates that the consumer sectors in Africa at the moment uh, is incredibly weak, and you can see that coming through, for instance, with regards to uh, just the AVI numbers. I mean, the things that you expect to be a little more inelastic, things like you know food, uh, is basically growing reasonably 
of relatively stronger than, for instance, the fashion brand, uh, which is growing below the average, uh, you know, revenue growth for the division uh, for the company. Yeah, the share price currently down 0.2 percent at 111 rand and 40 cents. Although there was a nice little spike earlier in the morning. Um, another company reporting Afrox. It's interims to the end of June. Revenue up 3.9 percent to 2.9 billion rand. Heps uh, up 11.5 percent to 98 cents, and the interim dividend uh, pushed up by 13 percent to 52 cents. Uh, Afrox, an interesting company. Uh, the share price is uh, is trading high. Um, so there has been a, a positive, uh, um, you know, rating of the results. But what are your views? Yeah, look, I mean, they, uh, they, they have said that uh, the difficult conditions at home and the rest of Africa, I think that's pretty much every single uh, release you're going to be seeing coming through. But they have mentioned the fact that a $1 billion on hospitals contract uh, and basically keeping uh, costs under control have really helped them, uh, you know, maintain themselves uh, in terms of uh, earnings and profitability. Revenue growth, uh, which goes from the gas sector, was up at 2.7%, while liquefied petroleum grew by 10.6%, which is obviously uh, quite a big differential coming through here. And the interim dividend, like you mentioned, was up 13% from a year ago. Uh, the healthcare tender that was awarded to them has made a huge difference to the uh, the overall, you know, health of the company. Uh, it's a five-year contract to supply about 400 hospitals and 1,500, 1,600 clinics uh, across Africa with gases for the next five years. Uh, was uh, the last time the company had held such a contract was about a decade ago. So that's obviously a big positive for them. It overwhelms the overall negative uh, you know, environment that they're operating in at the moment. Yeah. Share price up 3.4% to uh, 29 rand, uh, 78, um, but on on low volumes. Um, Viv, just lastly, Richmond, um, interesting company. It has a new CEO after for nearly two years. He, he didn't have one. Uh, uh, Jerome Lambert has been appointed, and that was after Richard Lepau retired more than a year ago. You don't see many of these big companies, uh, you know, not having a CEO, although this is predominantly an investment company. Oh, yes, true. I mean, also, they, they have uh, real issues coming about in terms of uh, just how they operate in the current environment. There's been some kind of you know, changes happening, uh, especially in places like China, uh, which has you know, played a huge part in the, re- in the luxury retail sector over the last decade or two. I mean, you've seen some of the luxury retail brands of Europe, for instance. Uh, uh, almost all their growth uh, has happened in China because of the fact that uh, that, con- that country has uh, become wealthy so quickly. And, you know, the, the, the cachet of the luxury retail, uh, European luxury retail, uh, is not something that you can, you know, get uh, or create uh, out of nothing in, uh, in a few years' time. So they've had an advantage for the short term. But they are hitting a lot of, uh, you know, negativity coming through as well. Uh, we are seeing, for instance, in the watch sector, you know, Apple and the other smartwatches really making a huge impact with regards to uh, the, that particular business. And they've seen, you know, uh, real uh, changes with regards to uh, demand for the products and uh, you know, a lot of uh, unsold goods, etc. So this is a, a really tough environment for the luxury retail sector in Europe. And they, of course, do need some kind of strategic uh, you know, direction from a CEO. And obviously, it's, it's very good news that they've had someone come in. Yeah. Well, thank you, Viv. Uh, we'll have to leave it there. That was Viv Govender from Rand Swiss.